Good evening, everyone. Good evening, and welcome back to another Porsche Cooled podcast, uh, the podcast where we talk about all things Porsche. Uh, this episode, again, we're joined by my mate Steve. Steve's here all the way from Sydney, Australia. It's Thursday here in Bahrain. Steve's in Sydney. It's probably three in the morning, um, but he's awake, so we're going to do this podcast. Um, morning. Good morning, Steve. Or should I say, good morning, good morning. You, you, you always greet twice. Yeah, I know. I've noticed. <laughs> I know. And people actually, it's it's kind of weird because, you know, with um, YouTube videos and things, people have like a, a thing they always begin with. Yeah, a signature. Yeah, yeah, signature. And like people have started to say to me, like, that's, that's your thing. You know, like they make little jokes about it and stuff because I always say it twice. But I never intended uh-huh. to do that. So I don't know why I do it, but I've always done it. So... Uh-huh. Um, what's happening in Sydney? It's winter in Sydney, cold. It's bloody cold. Um, yeah, it's winter. It's been raining the whole week, so no driving around. It's just, yeah, not. So you haven't crazy, been out in okay. the GT3? Nope, I have not. We should tell the listeners as well that um, you also own another Porsche as well. You have actually two Porsches in your garage. Mm, the other one's my wife's. It's a McCann Turbo. 2015 and unfortunately it matches the gt3 it's white with black wheels which was not um not by choice but it's like his and hers yeah it looks terrible it looks so weird the only reason why and um the only reason why i brought that up is because we're going to talk about wheels today and oh it's got the wheels that i love yeah yeah and that's the thing we're talking about wheels today and uh steve and uh cindy's um Macan has probably the best wheels you'll ever see on a on a Macan, which are the turbo wheels, right? No, are they called the, turbo? Um, what are they called? They're called sports classics again, just like they are on 911s, I think. They're oh, really? Sort of Fuchs-inspired wheels, yeah. But they call them sport classic, but they don't really look like sport classic. Uh, well, it's, it's clearly a take on um, the old sort of Fuchs things, which I think we'll obviously kind of get into. And... They were the wheels that I really, really wanted when we sort of started searching for this kind of used McCann. And um, miraculously, the car that came up had the wheels that I liked at least. Yeah, so I thought, Steve and I thought we were a bit sort of, we struggled with a topic for this episode uh, this week scrambling. or today. I think we're scrambling for a topic <laughs> only because uh, I've had a bit of a shit week, so I haven't really been in the right frame of mind, so it's my fault. Um, yeah. But we're going to talk okay. about wheels because wheels are important and they're important with a 911 or any Porsche, I guess, or any car um, because the wheels actually are one of those things that when you go to look for a car, correct me if I'm wrong, Steve, is one of the things that can actually sell you on a car or not. And you can actually in some instances think that mm, maybe I shouldn't buy the car because I don't like the wheels, which is actually a mistake because you can, as I know from my experience and with my 997 that I own, uh, which a lot of I'm guessing some of the people who listen to this podcast will know about, um, had 20-inch Art wheels on, which is a very nice wheel, very formula, the formula wheel in, I can't remember the color. I asked them the color and they got back to me, but I can't remember the color, a so color which they know. Mm, they told me the color, but they no longer make um, the Art 20-inch formula wheels and the color was a custom color. And they no longer do the color because the color had some chemical in it that they're not allowed to use anymore. That's what he told Holy me. Cow. <laughs> <laughs> so there was something lead or something. There was something in the color that he said, oh, we don't do that color anymore because we're, you know, I guess Germany's got a lot of regulations, so they can't use the uh, the ingredient to to do it. 
Um, they were really nice wheels. They those were Tech nice Art wheels. wheels were, when I had my 993, those Tech Art wheels were all the rage. Like everybody was trying to get a set of those. At yes. Least so I think the guy that had my car beforehand, I think, um, he put the Tech Art wheels on and I think he must have done the springs at the same time, which I think um, I think I was told were Tech Art springs. I think they, they thought they were Tech Art springs when Auto House looked at them. So maybe he mm. put them together. Um, but anyway, like, like, like I was saying, uh, what were we saying, Steve, what were we saying? Um, you when you buy a car, car with when, the tech arts, yeah. make a massive difference. Yeah. And when we looked at the car and when, you know, Steve came with me, when I looked at the car before I purchased it from Scuderia Graziani in Sydney, um, the first thing I said is like, mm, not sure about the wheels. Yeah, I wasn't actually sure about the wheels. I thought maybe they come with the OEM wheels. Maybe they, you know, they have them as well, but unfortunately the previous owner, either sold them or got rid of them. But the wheels that came with my car as the option based on the option code uh, was the ones that you hate with all the yep. spokes. And I can't, sport design, is it? Are they sport 19-inch? They were, they were the option wheel. They weren't the standard wheel for the Carrera. The car came with a sport, I think it's called sport design or something like that. Yeah, uh, it's the wheel that's kind of got like lots and lots of um, multi kind of spokes coming off it. Not like a classic BBS motorsport type thing, like a mesh wheel, but that horrible thing where the spokes are kind of all coming from the center, like a concentric sort of shape. Um, and I remember at the time you were sort of considering, cause you had your um, option code list and the original order sheet sort of doing the whole, oh, maybe I should kind of get the wheel that the car was ordered with. And I was like, mm. <laughs> I actually so subjective. Yeah, see, I actually did find those wheels. Um, so that mm, goes back to the that goes back to the search. So, um, and I'm probably repeating this for some people that listen to this because they've heard this story before, but I don't know whether they've heard the whole story. Um, so that those wheels were decided I wanted to get OEM wheels. I wasn't sure which OEM wheels to get. I wasn't sure whether to get the wheels that were from the generation, but I kind of thought they should be from the same generation. They should be 997 wheels. Um, and so then I looked at the ones, like you said, I got the, the, the code, the option code, saw what the wheels were, and then found a pair on eBay or somewhere someone had a pair for sale which were painted in Atlas Grey. Mm-hmm. I think they were Atlas Grey. And I thought, hmm, they could be cool. They'll be good. And that's where I sort of, sort of first started seeing the grey and sort of thinking maybe a grey sort of colour would be okay. And then I went on to the uh, wheels that were on the Sport Classic. So are the yeah, 997 the Fuchs, Sports, ones. The Fuchs ones. Yeah, the Fuchs like yeah. uh, sport well, classic Fuchs wheels. inspired ones, yeah. Yeah, which were really, really expensive. But one of my favourite wheels. And that, they were the wheels I was hoping that you would get. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have to think like now if, you know, if, if I decided to change out the wheels, uh, I probably would get those wheels. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If I was going to yeah. have a, a choice of wheels now, I'd probably get those wheels. I really like a guy on Instagram, Green Monster 996, I think he's called, his handle's called. And he's got the, I mean, I guess he's done it like that other guy, the Total 911 guy, but he's actually got the Fuchs wheels on his 996 on a Green 996, and they look fantastic. They look really, really good. Mm. Um, but at the time, yeah, I remember I looked at those. Yeah, I looked at those. There was the Porsche ones, which were available from, you know, I probably guessed I looked at um, Suncoast and they were quite expensive. 
And then there was the replica one, which I can't remember the, oh no, the actual Fuchs one. They were made by Fuchs. The yep. reintroduction one by Fuchs, remember, because they've started making wheels again, right? Yep. They never stopped. They just um, didn't make um, sort of Porsche sort of specialty ones. Yeah, so Fuchs, um, yeah, so the Fuchs wheels, Fuchs had them for the 997. Um, I think the price-wise, I think Fuchs and the OEM Sport Classic ones were about, I think they were pretty much the same price. I don't think there was much difference. Whatever the case, they seemed to be too, too much money at the time. Um, so I looked at those. And then I thought, can I, just no. say that, can I just say that's crazy when you think about it though, because like, even if the set of wheels was like, I don't know, six grand, say pretend it's six grand. Here we are talking about buying like a leather door sill for like a grand or whatever. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm true. about the value equation. It's like, oh, I think the yeah. wheels might be worth it. <laughs> I know it probably wasn't that expensive. It probably yeah. wasn't that expensive. Anyway. Sorry, keep going. Um, yeah, you're probably right. And then, um, so then I decided I wanted to get the lobster wheels, the lobster claws, um, the Carrera S wheel, the 997 Carrera S wheel. Um, Steve at the time said, why do you want to get those? They're not very nice. Correct? <laughs> Correct. I still, uh, I must admit, like they look, the way that you've kind of had them finished, which I know you're about to explain, I like, but uh, essentially as a wheel design like in just sort of straight silver or whatever, I hate. I don't know why. I just um, I know it's iconic to a nine the nine nine seven shape and all of that sort of stuff because it was standard on the um, Carrera S. But yeah, there's just something about the design that's really fiddly. See, I think I think the I think the lobster claw wheels are mm. the next Fuchs. I think they're like a Fuchs. I think they're going to go down in history like the wheel. <laughs> Of the generation, yeah, no, seriously, sure I do. I think they're going to go down as the wheel of the generation. That's my my opinion. But I was reading something today, actually, um, and it was about how the the standard Carrera S Lobster Claw nineteen inch wheels, uh, mm. and it was about them being on a on a Carrera S. And it says the standard Carrera S Lobster Claw nineteen inch wheels have very little sidewall, very little tire sidewall compliance, and only work because of the softer normal PASM setting. That makes 19-inch wheels on cars with just the coil spring shock suspension hard work in terms of ride quality. So they put these lobster claw wheels in. They put the lobster lobster wheels on the Carrera S because the Carrera had a PASM setting. I don't have PASM setting. I don't have normal sport setting. So they're saying, and this is what I read. I don't know where I read this. It was on some one of the Porsche, various Porsche magazine sites or whatever. So mm. they made the point that the nine-inch wheels on cars with the coil spring shock suspension hard work, but I don't think they are. I don't think the ride is hard. You know what I mean? I don't yeah, it find sounds it a bit weird to me. Yeah, I don't find it hard at all. And my springs are lowered, so if my springs are lowered, then the ride should even be harder. Harder. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Which, which is, you know, I don't think the ride is is that hard at all. Um, but I read that today. I thought that was interesting. It's like that's why they offered the Carrera S lobster claw wheels on that car because it had the PASM setting. So there's a go. differing opinion. It, it, again, like any any conversation about wheels is um, subjective, but I reckon the lobster claws on a 997 are going to be like the D90s on a 964. They're so bad that one day they might become good, but maybe oh, generally. Think, you know, it's weird though because when I put those wheels on and when I started posting them on Instagram, so many people had the same thing as you like i never mm. really liked yeah, that yeah. wheel but hey they look really good um yeah, and for okay. those people who are listening who haven't seen the wheel well the wheel the lobster claw wheel you should just do a google search for it and you'll see what it looks like um 
but I decided to do my wheel in uh, a two-tone in uh, two-tone. Is it two-tone? I guess it's two-tone. Yeah. yeah uh, where yeah. the lip is, where the lip is one color and the center of the wheel is another color. Um, so luckily, uh, I will mention Chris at XL Wheels again. Chris at XL Wheels, uh, who has an Instagram called XL Wheels Limited. So you should check that out if you haven't already. He's in the UK, but you can buy them. He's had people in Hong Kong do send him wheels and he's redone them and sent them back. He's had, you know, he, he sends around the world. He can send them to you. It's no problem, apparently. Um, but he is based in the UK and he does like a door-to-door service for people. Um, but the wheels, when I did it with him, I, may, I managed to find the exact color. So I looked at the wheels at the time and I think they were the Carrera S. They were on the GT4, that color, and the gray was on GT4 wheels, I think, Steve. It was on Carrera S option wheels on the 991. Yeah. And the code, and I'm probably doing this off the top of my head and it's probably the wrong code. I think it's OB4, Platinum, Satin, Platinum, or Platinum, Platinum, Satin, one of the two. Um, and then I said to Chris at XO Wheels, I want to paint them that way. He said he'd done that color before for someone else. Uh, he had the code. He knew what it was. And I said, I want to do the lip. Um, so he had a pair of lobster wheels, which I actually bought from him. Um, he had a pair which he sent me images of, which actually didn't need any restoration or refurbishment. They were actually a perfect set of lobster claw wheels. And he sold them to me for a very, very good price. Uh, much cheaper than I thought they would be, actually. Mm. And, and then he did the uh, refinish on them and kept me updated along the way. But basically the wheel was taken completely back. It was, you know, I don't know, whatever they do, dip it in the right material so it doesn't rust or whatever. And it's a whole process. He explained it to me. I don't have it in front of me. I should have it in front of me, but I don't. Um, but basically it was painted the OB4, the gray, which is like this uh, gray color. And then the lip was painted in silver. Um, so they'll two color process. And it definitely makes it like, like I'm obviously a bit not a fan at all of that sort of wheel design, but the paint, the way that they're painted and finished look really good on your car. Gray with um, gray centers with the silver kind of bodywork and everything look um, awesome. And then you kind of um, throw the stripe in and it all kind of ties together really nicely. Yeah. And I think the best and the thing that always annoyed me about the tech arts is that it had Porsche center caps but unfortunately the Porsche center caps didn't match. So they were silver and the wheels were like a different mm. type of gray. Remember <clears throat> the tech arts, yep. whatever color yep. it was like a different silver anyway. So it never matched the benefit of getting a wheel sprayed in a Porsche color or Porsche color is the fact that you can buy the center caps in that color and you don't have to bother spraying them or trying to match them up. They actually just work. Um, so my caps were just, uh, just put on and they actually match fine. They match perfectly. Yeah, did cool. you have that with your cool. Weiss Gold ones when you did the Weiss Gold? Because Steve had GT3 on his GT3, you did the wheels in Weiss Gold, right? Yeah, um, I'll talk you through that one quickly. So my car came specced with, it's a white body with um, black wheels and um, another one of those sort of polarizing things. To be honest, I hate all black wheels. Um, I wasn't sure because I bought my car. I live in Sydney, car was in Melbourne saw lots of pictures. I was never a fan of black wheels, got the thing. And it's like, Oh, actually it's not bad. Um, but I think what it is is that it's similar to Michael's wheel. Um, it has the sort of black center and the silver rim and it's a throwback again to kind of the Fuchs design, like the five, um, five spoke or the leaf design or whatever they call that. So 
that's what came on the car. My car, I think, had a, had a little bit of track time, so the wheels were pitted. Um, I rolled around on them for a while and then I bought a second set of wheels. I went and bought another set of exactly the same um, style, the standard GT3 997.1 wheels, which I love, like one of my favourite all-time wheels. Um, and then I had them painted in Weissgold. I'm sure that's not how you pronounce it in German. Weissgold. Weissgold. Um, Weiss. Weiss. Yeah. Like Weissack. Uh, like Weissack. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> which is, uh, what was it? It was a GT3 RS. It was on the point .2, um, like an option on the point .2. And it's pretty cool. I, I, I quite like it. And they're not on the car at the moment, but... Um, I had the uh, vice gold wheels with a matching sort of singerish type stripe um, down the side. Mm, yeah, it was nice alternative to silver. I thought it was pretty cool. But now you've but, gone back to know. the black, which the original black ones, right? You had them fixed up, but you've yep. gone back to the black. Yeah, which I also quite like. So I went back to the kind of black <laughs> wheels and I ripped the stripes, the side decals off the um, side of the car and I put, um, you know, the wheel arch sort of film, the protect the protection. Yeah. So arcing back to the kind of 80s turbos with the sort of matte black wheel arch kind of film. So I had put those back on with the um, black wheels. Which there's looks lots good. Of kind of, yeah, there's lots of black trim on the um on the GT3 as well, like I'd sort of switched some of mine out to carbon. So basically the car is basically predominantly white with kind of black accents all over it. I have to say when you mm. when you took your stripe off, I, I was tempted to take my stripe off. Mm. I kind of like, how, like the, the how it looks, how the side of the car looks higher without the stripe. I don't know. It's the look of the side of the car when you see it, how the stripe... I don't know if the stripe brings the car closer to the ground. I don't. Maybe it does bring it closer to the ground, right? The The... With your eye, yeah. when you look at it, it sort of makes it look lower, I guess, the stripe. But it, it's kind of nice when the stripe's not there and you see the full height of the doors and the shape of the doors. I think you can appreciate the shape better on the side without the stripe, that's all. Yeah, that's what I was uh, thinking. Look, going, going back to our the previous um, conversation, the previous podcast, like stripes, like, what, 100 bucks or something like that? And you can apply it yourself. It's one of the things, like, I've always applied them myself. Maybe not didn't do the best job in the world, but... So easy to kind of change it in and out, like um. Oh, based so, on the based on the last podcast on the um this podcast I put up on YouTube as well, um, which I don't know everyone knows, but it goes up on YouTube. Yeah. Someone left a comment saying they found the carbon distasteful, all the carbon. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't know if that person was a purist, but they found it distasteful. It's too much carbon. Something yeah, like that. Very, Don't, it's not word for word, polarizing. but it was, that was the basic. That was the basic thought that they were trying to get across. Yeah, similar to Alcantara, people find. Um, yeah, Alcantara very a lot of people hate too, Alcantara. Though. Nick Murray hates Alcantara. I know that he hates it. Mm. Nick Murray, the Porsche Porsche man on YouTube, uh, he I hates like it. it but, yeah. anyway. I don't know. People worry that it wears out. I had Alcantara in my Audi A4. Remember, and yeah. it was actually fine. My driver's seat. Yeah, it could have. I could have shaved it like people shave the when it gets a bit bally, you know what I mean? They shave the little yeah. knobs off. But all in yeah. all, it actually it didn't go to holes. It didn't wear out. You know what I mean? Like obviously no, the surface fine. changed, I'd, but it was actually fine. My admittedly, my steering wheel, my gear knob is a little bit like um it pills a little bit, but you know, 
like after what six years you can just kind of get it refurbished or you can you can try all those hacks like getting a lint ball thing and we, shaving it and stuff like that we didn't touch on your gear knob did we in the last podcast oh no shout no. out to the um, come- carbone guys yeah <laughs> we might do you want to talk about that now are we, are we getting distracted from where we were we were, we're talking about yeah, we're probably now. getting distracted but yeah but i've noticed i just want to go back the wood shifter the wood shifter that steve bought from carbone uh the carbone uh, I can't remember his name, but the guy from Carbone actually gave this podcast a shout out on Facebook, which I appreciate. Um, he said he enjoyed it and he gave it a shout out. And that was from another guy on Instagram. Bart. Uh, uh, Bart. I think it's Bart. No, I don't think that was his name. I can tell you. I'm looking at it now. You keep talking, Stephen. I'll look for it. Uh, okay. So I weirdly, as you do, I don't know, I was just surfing the net, came across it. Always loved the, um, the, uh, wooden gear knob that came standard on a Carrera GT, which was a throwback to the 917, um, you know, the Le Mans racer where famously they put supposedly a, a balsa wood gear, gear knob in that car to reduce weight. So they threw back to that in the Carrera GT then I sort of noticed online that there were a few people, our singers do it a lot too. So I think these days everybody derives a lot of sort of style tips from singer. Um, kind of found this one on Carbone, looked pretty good. Same same, same conversation, which is eh, take the plunge. If you don't like it, you can always pull it off again. Um, I think they do arrived. the best one Looks- though. Sorry, I think they do yeah. the best one out there because it's a simple process to replace it, right? It comes with the stick and it comes with the knob, right? I think like for a 997 at least, the the bit that was a little bit hard when you looked at all the other kind of options out there was um, it's not just the kind of wooden knob, the, the ball thing on the top, the actual shaft of it um, sort of needs, in my opinion, needs to look right as well. And the carbon one is just sort of like nicely... It, it it sort of works quite nicely, whereas some of the other options didn't look so good to my eyes at yeah. least. So I've seen them on simple, a simple f- simple replace. I've seen them on a few other sites. I'm not going to mention because one person's doing them, and I don't think they're very good. But I don't want to say it in a bad thing about them because they're a nice person. But I, I've seen one lot that's been done recently, and I think they look too shiny. Um, there's a guy in the UK that I sent you the link for who does them for mm. air-cooled ones and he said – I sent him a message and he said he's going to eventually try to do them for 997s. And his wood are very nice as well, like Carbone. Yeah. Like his look – That was a singer guy, wasn't it? Uh, he's the guy that supplies him to singer? I think he is a singer, yeah. I think – I can't remember his name now. I, I can't remember his name. Dave Mason. Dave Mason, the Dave Mason, yeah. That's another Instagram. It's called The Dave Mason. So he does all those um, knobs as well. Um, and then the Carbone ones. And I think the Carbone ones are very, very good. Um, but I was trying to think of the guy from Carbone that actually there's a guy on Instagram called Alan, Alan, I'm getting distracted again. Alan Vertemann, Vertemann. Sorry, Alan, if I'm, Alan, if I'm not pronouncing you right, who's from Belgium, who's a photographer, automotive photographer. Oh, you sent it to me too. Yeah. yeah, yeah and yeah. he mentioned it to Powell. Good. He mentioned the, our podcast to Powell from Carbone. Powell, P-A-W-E-L. Is that, I'm not sure if that's how you say it, so I apologize if that's incorrect. P-A-W-E-L, Powell. And then Powell put it on um, a couple of his Facebook groups that he's um, on and said it was a really good podcast to listen to. So that was, um, that was really good. So I thank them both for that. That was always good to get support. 
and yeah. their, and the stuff at Carbone, a lot of their stuff is really good. Like I like the mats they do. They do that almost that old style. Um, cocoa mats. Co- almost cocoa mats, but they do them for the 997. Like they have that yeah. sort of thing and they do all those linings for inside the car and stuff. So they do have parts for the 997, but obviously they have a lot for the air-cooled um, Porsches. Um, I'll tell you but, what, one little rant from me about um, this whole wooden gear knob thing in a GT3, I had massive kind of weird feelings about it because it's like uh it's a motorsport car and i'm going and putting sort of like a retro inspired type kind of thing in it uh, admittedly again like yes you can if you were trying to justify your way out of it you'd go well it was in a 917 in a le mans racer but exactly. i'm obviously doing it for aesthetic reasons um it, it, it wound up being pretty good it feels quite nice um to kind of actually use like in your hand um it it's not as heavy as um sort of like I had the standard um, carbon gear knob. But look, you know, in about three months' time when I get a little bit tired of it, I can actually just um, replace it again and put it back on. It's pretty cool. I'll post the picture of it, actually. I'll post the picture on Porsche Cooled Instagram. I'll post post it on a story. So it'll be on the story there. I'll put it on there so that people can see it when this podcast comes out. Um, Because it looks pretty good. It actually looks really good. I mean, I'm still tempted as well. I am still tempted to get it. Um, well, I think it would suit your car better than it actually suits mine, to be perfectly honest. But, um, you know, hey, I was looking for things to do. Yeah. So that was that was one thing we didn't mention last week in the interior, which is a pretty big thing to do. And it's not that expensive. What was it, 300 euro or something? Mm, yeah, I can't remember. Something like that. Something like that. But I still think that's the best one. I think Carbon's the best one out there. And then I think at the Dave Mason is very good as well. But like I said, he doesn't do... Um, he doesn't do them for water-cooled. He only does them for air-cooled 911s at the moment. Hmm. Um, but I guess the thing with wheels, right, and I guess the, the problem – so what have we talked about? We talked about my wheels. We talked about your wheels. And I guess yep. the problem these days is that, you know, based on – from earlier 911s is that there are so many wheel choices. You know what I mean? There really are hmm. a lot of wheel choices. Um, and those wheel choices – because you had the 964 and the 964 – I mean, I read a bit today and I was explaining to this earlier, uh, talking to you about this earlier, but <clears throat> the article that I read, you know, originally you had the, Fuch- the Fuchs wheels, the five-leaf design Fuchs wheels, mm-hmm. and Porsche was the first to offer that on a production road car, an alloy wheel on a production road car. Then they had the cookie cutter ones, which people, from my time on uh, Bring a Trailer, looking at all these old Porsches, people seem to love the cookie cutter wheels. Like whenever a car comes up with cookie cutters, they all like go crazy about it. They seem to be more crazy about it. Different. Yeah, it seems like the cookie cutters are almost more popular than the Fuchs. So but maybe the, the lobsters will come back then. That's what I mean. But the Fuchs, see, I think, <laughs> but weren't the Fuchs originally only on the 911S? They were like a S wheel, right? They were like the special wheel mm-hmm. because I know, that sure. the, I know that the early uh, 60s, the 912s and the 911s, they had steel wheels. And then the option wheel was the, the cookie cutter wheel. Uh, not the cookie cutter, the, the Fuchs wheel was the option. Yeah. yeah, the Fuchs was the option. Um, but basically they just had the steel wheels apart from that. Um, and then, so those two wheels, then we went to the 70s and eight, that was through 70s and 80s. And then the 964 came out with that wheel that you hate, the... Oh, the D90. D90 the standard wheels. D90, which is supposed to be one of the lightest wheels um, that Porsche fitted on cars, at least back in those days as well. But um, they don't look that great. Um, I, when I had my 964, 
did it come with? I can't remember what it came with. Oh, it came with those horrible little spindly five-spoke things. So I put a set of um, cup ones on them, which were my, at the time, one of my favourite wheels. Um, you know, the D90 that, is the um, flat face one, right? The D90 for people yeah. listening, that's the very flat sort of cut out holes, but very flat face. And the cup ones are the concave five spoke things. Um, they put them on that Audi, the first Audi RS4. Um, I remember just really loving the, the shape and design of that wheel. Um, so got myself a set of those. But then the cool. special wheel, the special wheel in the 964 was the three piece one, right? The split rim or whatever it was. Speed lines. The speed lines on the turbo. Yeah. Was it turbo or GT, then, GT2? Turbo. The same wheel, no, was it? Turbo. 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 The 36 turbo, I think it was. Um, Which you see some Carrera 2s with that wheel on now. You see some when they've, some photos yeah, that people because, have that split rim. So, because from 964 to 993 it was the same, um, the RS had speed lines on it, the split rim speed lines with the slightly grey centre and, um, you know, all the nice little kind of titanium bolts on the rim and all of that sort of stuff. I think we were chatting about this previously, which Very was... Very hard um, to clean. Uh, but the the um, the value of them, so it's sort of similar to like, um, you know, various kind of models of Porsches, but the entire car the sort of provenance and or whatever, like the value of those wheels. I remember when I had my 993, it's like, oh, I'd love a set of those, but they were 20 grand for a set, for like a genuine set. And you could, um, you know, there was all this kind of uh, ways in how to pick the original ones because I think there was a lowercase i on the speed line word that was in, engraved on the rim and just, but the value of them is just insane for, um for strangely sort of like the kind of 90s type wheels and I kind of actually wondered whether or not there was a wheel you know moving forward it's not like a a BBS GT3 996 wheel or to my knowledge at least or any of the kind of current wheels um, have kind of gained that type of value it'll be interesting maybe, maybe it's just rarity again uh, but that's kind of mental for like you know, a genuine magnesium cup one wheel for a 964 or mm, mm. an RS wheel for a 993. That's that's just crazy. Mm, mm. Maybe your lobsters will be worth 20 grand one day. I don't think so. <laughs> I told you, I, I actually tried to sell my tech arts before I left Sydney. I actually put them up on, they were up on the Porsche, uh, Porsche Club of New mm. South Wales site. And I also put them up on... Uh, what was it called? Okay. Gumtree, which is the used sort of site in Australia. I think it's around the world, but Gumtree. Um, I got one person who inquired about them during COVID. I think it was in March or April. Someone sent me a message about them. <laughs> but then they, they weren't sure and then they thought they were too expensive or something like that. I don't know. They're great wheels. They really so are they nice wheels. Like I think I'll eventually have to give those wheels away. I don't think anyone's going to buy them. It, I suppose... Wheels are so fashionable, they kind of date, and maybe the ones that we're sort of just referencing, maybe the reason why you do or you don't like them is because you sort of think that they're iconic and classic, so therefore they won't date. Those Formula Tech Art wheels, maybe they're a tiny little bit sort of late 90s, but if you try to take the kind of era out and you just look at it, like a simple five-spoke wheel in grey, the shape of the spoke's pretty cool. Like, but aesthetically, they're pretty nice. The tech arts I've seen, I swear I've seen a 996 Turbo with those wheels on, on Instagram. Yeah, Someone yeah. had it, yeah. but they were in black. Yeah. So I thought, you know, if 
along the line, you get a 996, you could always put them on the 996, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But they're 20 inch. That's a problem. I still thought they were too big. I think 19 is big enough for my car. Um, so let's yeah. get on to the GT3 though, because GT3, um, was it the 0.2 GT3 where they introduced the center lock wheel for the yeah, GT3? I think so. I think, I think so. that was the first the first time the center lock uh, debuted on a 911, wasn't it? With the 997.2 GT3. And then it was on the GT3 yeah. RS, the 4.0 RS, the Turbo S. Uh, and it was on Carrera GTS and still is on Carrera GTS and still on Turbo S. Really smart from um, Porsche point of view, from a pure marketing sort of exercise, because it's, a, it's again, a reference to like motorsport. Um, supposedly one lot, uh, one nut you can sort of take your wheel, swap your wheel out really quickly, blah, blah, blah. Um, I remember reading, again, Renault's stuff um, with the guys that did have center locks on 0.2 GT3s complaining about it because it's a bit of a ball lake to kind of actually do the swap because you need kind of bespoke tools and you have to kind of grease the um, nut properly when you put it back on and torque it to the right spec. So... Uh, I think it's a bit polarizing. Seems like read, everybody's got them these days. But I read those forums about that, about how people didn't like them mm. and how complicated. But it didn't sound like it was that complicated to me. I don't know. It sounded like it was a change, but it didn't sound like it was that much of a. It didn't sound too difficult. You know what I mean? I thought it was about Maybe these. Also, because it wasn't the norm. Maybe because, like, you know, if you kind of take it to your local tyre place too, I mean, I'm sure it's fairly common now because Porsche isn't the only mark that has a centre lock, but um, maybe when it was a little bit less common, um, you'd be worrying about people not sort of installing it the right way and scratching the centre, um, the, the lock nut and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I think it makes sense on the GT3s. I think it makes sense on the GT2s. I think it makes sense on those, but I, I'm still not sure about it being on a Turbo S, I'm still not sure why you want it on the Carrera GTS. If it's a motorsport thing, I guess they put it on motorsport type Porsches because you might do track days or, or something like that. But do you really want your Carrera GTS with center locks? I, I, I don't know. Do you? And it's then the, the whole new basis of this conversation, which is a lot of its looks. I mean, I'm assuming that pretty much I, my guess is that like, what about 95% of people would buy a wheel based on looks. And then there's probably the other 5% would be the kind of group of guys that actually sort of track their cars and know a little bit more about the engineering side. And then you're buying it on weight um, because, you know, that's what's supposed to be kind of really good about proper BBS and forged wheels is um, the weight saving, which um, means that the handling's better because there's um, less unsprung mass. So are those center lock wheels lighter than your GT3 wheels on the 997.1? So there, there wasn't a center lock option on the 0.1 that came out on a 0.2, but... It's, but are they lighter? I don't really... I think they are, but I'm not sure if that's because they're a center lock or whether it's because of the actual design of it, because the design went to sort of a much thinner spoke, which again seems to be the fashion. Um, you prompted me to have a look at... Um, what the wheels look like on 991s and 992s now and just the as pure aesthetic and the fashion of wheels has kind of gone to really sort of thin spoke very spindly wheels where maybe you're showing off the um the size of the brake disc and everything. the brake disc but yeah I'm, I'm just wondering i'm sure if it's, it's for lightness as well 
Is it more to do with cooling of the brake disc? So see, that's what I was thinking when I see these the Porsche, the new Porsche 911s and Turbos, and they've got those wheels are so thin and there's like not much and and the brakes are on show and the big the disc is on show. Is it a cooling thing? You know what I mean? I I reckon probably the majority of it would be lightness. So it's right. a performance thing. But from an aesthetics point of view, it's funny because I just go looks a little bit sort of more like a Japanese sort of 90s style, you know, like um Honda type. Um, design but that's just again it's so subjective i like some of the 992 wheels i can't remember the names of them i'm not i'm not familiar with the names of them i mean the rs spider one i think is a nice wheel and that was a wheel i would probably if i was specking a 992 911 i would probably pick that rs spider wheel on first that's a bbs style wheel that's more like a racing mesh thing isn't it yeah but yeah it is and that was that was when i first started looking at the configurator when i looked at the configurator the other day a couple of days ago I don't know if I would pick that wheel now. I think I, I kind of like some of the ones, and I can't remember the names of them, where they're kind of black on the edge and then silver or something or silver and black. And I think they're like the ones that are on the Turbo S that I just saw on YouTube on JWW's Turbo S. I think it's I was like that. I going to ask you about that, actually. Like if, yeah. um, if Mr. JWW and um, TGE basically bought themselves or ordered um, Turbo, Turbo S. S's, like when are you getting yours? Yeah, I know. Good question. Get Good one, question. Mate. Just get one. The Turbo S, for everyone that knows the Turbo S, I don't know what price it is in the US. In Australia, I checked the price of it because I had to know after watching that video of Mr. JWW on YouTube, who's just bought a, he's bought the Genetian, is it? Gentian. Gentian Gen- Blue. Yeah, and I have to admit, Gentian Blue, I never thought was a great color. And I know that Chris Harris said in one of his drives, uh, on whatever car, he said, Gentian blue is actually the best color. And it is actually a really nice color. I think the color on the, on the Turbo S looks really good because of the, how it changes. I think it looks like a really nice color. Um, now I'm getting distracted. Where was I? Uh, JWW. Talking about the wheels. The wheels. Yeah, I think. It's kind of got that diamond cut finish where the very, very front face is um, silver and then they paint. They sort of paint the inner part of the spoke and the inner part of the rim black which is really common on high hyundai's and kia's and everything as well and i'm turning into such an old man but i'm not really into that sort of look the thing is with any of these cars when they come out you really need to see the wheel in wheel in real life and you need to see the car don't you you know what i mean mm. um i always look forward to being back in london because when i go to london you see so many of them around mayfair i'm sure to see these wheels on so many different cars because there's always so many 911s around that area so it's always good to see them in real life i can't really tell by the 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 configurators um but what i was going to talk about before is the price of a turbo s did you know the turbo s in australia is almost in australia it's almost five hundred thousand australian dollars holy cow yeah 459 without options without on road i think it was now I don't know what the price is in the in the US or the UK, but I'm sure it's half of that. Um, so yeah. the conversion, I guess, four hundred fifty thousand Australian dollars is about three hundred three hundred fifty thousand US or something like that. Around about, I think it's not that much. Um, it's a really expensive car. Um, and do you really want the Turbo S? Wouldn't you rather get a GT3? You know what I mean? Would you wait for the I'd new say- GT3? The new GT3 Touring. I suspect if you're shopping for a Turbo S and you can afford a half million dollar um, car, that that's not going to be your only car in the garage and you could probably afford a GT3 and a Turbo S. 
Turbo um, S's seem to uh, depreciate a lot though. They seem when they go down in price, they really they really hit yeah. hard. They really hit hard. Yeah. Um, sure, like it's I said, the, the Turbo S and the Turbo S, if anyone that lives in London that's listening to this, the Turbo S really is the choice of car in Mayfair. In the rich part of London, in Mayfair in central London, you walk around Mayfair there, it's Turbo S City. I'm not kidding. They're always Turbo S. It's quite quite amazing how many you see in one day. But if you um, get this this there must be some YouTubers deal, isn't there? <laughs> Maybe you get it for half I don't the know. price. Maybe they're getting sponsored by Porsche. Maybe they're not paying for them. You should apply for apply for this discount. I think you're you have to have a you have to have a Porsche beforehand to get you know to get even on the list. I think it's quite funny. You've got a Porsche. Are, <laughs> yeah, right. Not too old to be like important. You've got to have like a Carrera. <laughs> you've got to have like a Carrera GT or something. Um, mm. But if you want to watch a, re- you know what? I saw a really good video. It's an old one. And it's Matt Farah again. I'm not that I plug Matt Farah, but on Smoking Tire, he's with um, Spike from Spike's Car Radio. Spike Thurston, is it? And they're Thurston. they're doing a back to back of the 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 video where they do a back to back of the 911 Carrera T and Spike's uh, Touring GT3 Touring. That's actually quite a good video. Oh. It's a it's an old one. I don't know if you've seen it, uh, but I would recommend watching that one if you like Porsche because it's actually I know you like Porsche, Steve. But anyone else that's listening likes Porsche, you should watch it. It's actually quite good. It's quite good, and they talk about the subtle differences. Um, the Touring being uh, Spike's car, and the T being um, a press car that they're reviewing. Yeah, interesting. Right. It's interesting. Um, where are we? Mm, What's next? I think we've drifted quite a bit. It's just, Have we? But, uh, yeah, like if you kind of think about it, I wonder if there is sort of like a sort of more iconic kind of modern Porsche wheel. Um, doesn't quite seem to have the same. Thing. Like I'm really keen to see what the 992 GT3 wheel is going to be like. Yes. It's probably going to be the GT4 design, um, which is an evolution of um, it's an evolution of the wheel on my car, which then went to the sort of 991. I love the um, the 991.1 and .2 GT3 wheel. It's sort of um, yeah. They sharpened off all the edges. It's all kind of square and a, a lot more technical looking. So that um, that design's amazing. So. Then they kind of evolved it a bit for the GT4. So I guess the GT3 probably will be similar. But Yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I mean, you started to see those, um, well, not starting, they've been going on for ages, but the prototypes and the testing on the ring mm. of the GT3. Um, everyone's sort of comp- uh, commenting about the wing shape and saying that wing looks a bit weird, but that's just a testing wing, right? No idea. looks a little bit like a center wing, isn't it? Yeah, it looks a bit the- bolted on. Bit yeah. prototype. Yeah. It looks very prototype, and some people are saying no, that's probably it, and then other people are saying no, it's not it. And then the other day, I noticed uh, there's a guy on YouTube called Automotive Mike, uh, who has a YouTube channel now. He used to just take photos. Um, who's really, really good. He's obviously based somewhere around the Nurburgring, so he always takes photos of um, videos of all the cars testing. And he had a he had one of the Porsche 911, and I'm not sure. I think this was just recently, like a month ago. And they're testing a Porsche around Nürburgring. And I think the turbo, the turbo's already been launched. The Turbo S has already been launched. Bear that in mind. Mm. And it had a ducktail. They're, they're testing mm. a Porsche 911, 992 around Nürburgring with a ducktail spoiler. So people are saying, are they redoing the Sport Classic in a 992? Is this some new model? Is it some decoy? It's quite interesting because cool. it is actually, a, a, it's a ducktail spoiler on a 992. And it's not the turbo wing doesn't have the turbo and like i said the turbo had already been released um and they're testing this uh this car unless it's a you know what i was thinking 
Maybe it's a touring. Yeah. But the other one is um, there's a few there's a few guys on, um, again, Renlist where on a Duty 3 RS, if you actually take the wing off and the uprights, um, you'll actually notice that the what's left, the basically the kind of boot lid is a ducktail design. And I think they've kind of bought these little bits where you can blank off where the holes are for the um, uprights. And it actually looks quite good. I mean, you probably completely ruin like all that time that um, the Porsche engineers spent on um, the aero. But um, from a, again, from an aesthetics point of view, it actually doesn't look bad. It looks kind of ducktailish. Because the Touring, the Touring had that wing that came up, right? The automatic wing, which was quite, which was larger than the normal Carreras because it needed more downforce at the back, right? Because oh, basically yeah. the GT3, it. yeah, it was bigger. Yeah. Yep. But I, I don't know. I wonder what the ducktail one is they're testing. It'd be interesting to see what happens in the next, well, I don't know when the GT3 is due to be launched. When is it due to be launched? Next year, right? I don't know. They had that sneak preview in the um, the Super Bowl ad that, um uh, everybody kind of paused on that particular bit because you could see on the um, racks in the back of the Porsche factory, you could see the car sort of sitting there. Uh, I think it was in like... Yeah, that's right. I remember that. The blue one, wasn't it? Traditionally, I think it gets launched at Frankfurt Motor Show, which is around September. But... Yeah. So it's a 21 model. I think the GT3 is, is a 21 model year. So yeah. that means it gets launched at the end of this year. Yeah, it'll be I soon. Guess. But I'm guessing it'll be all it'll be all online. I don't know. Have we run out of things to talk about? Probably. Except I think you should get um, sport classics for your um, 997. Get a second set of wheels. Yeah, that would be ideal. If I was based, if we were in Sydney all the time, I think I would actually, I would consider it. Um, I would consider it the actual OEM Porsche ones, the the ones yeah. that were on the sport classic. Um, I think it'd be a good thing to have. But that's about it. No other updates. All my leather stuff apparently is being made in the UK. I haven't had an update this week, so but apparently it's in, in motion, so that's good. That's exciting. Um, yeah, cool. And that's about it. All right, shall we leave it there? Yeah, all good. All good. It's getting quite late, so we might leave it there. Um, but anyway, thanks for listening to today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, like I said, you can find this podcast. I always say this, and I don't know why I say it, Steve. You can find this podcast at all the great <laughs> podcast. Are they hosts? I always never know what they're called. What are podcast people, podcast suppliers? Podcast I'm platforms. Podcast platforms. You can find this podcast on all the major podcast platforms. But if you're listening to it, you've already found it. So it's probably a pointless say, thing was, to say. I was wondering why you always signed off with that because it's like, aren't they Aren't they kind of already listening you know why to I it say through it? one because of these platforms? You know why? why I say it? I say it because when people are on YouTube, someone said uh, to me the other day, oh, I realized I can listen to this on Apple Podcasts. And it's like, so that maybe it does make sense. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'll stop signing off with that. We'll have to think of a new sign off. <laughs> we have a sign on. We'll have to get a different sign off. Anyway, thanks for listening. Just say goodbye, goodbye twice. <laughs> it doesn't make sense though. It sounds weird. <laughs> Anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks, Steve, again for joining the podcast. Steve's going to be a regular on this podcast. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Um, bye for now. Cheers.